Hi guys, Wendy here. Welcome to the Healthy and Thriving Career Moms podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation for thriving with your healthy habits, especially in the midst of the crazy mum juggle. I get that you're busy and that taking time for you is not always easy, but I'm here to help. So let's jump in. So hi guys, and welcome to today's episode, which is all about how to be kinder to yourself as a busy mom, and also how to stop shooting on yourself as a busy mom. Is it just me who does that, who shoulds on themselves? You know, the, oh, I should be doing this. I should have done that. What's wrong with you, Wendy? Oh, all the things. And as busy moms, we've got so much mental clutter in our brains on any given day, let alone a bad one. And so this is really about how we can be kinder to ourselves and kinder to those around us. And I'm going to share a little bit more about that in a second. And really the timing of this is very serendipitous because we've actually just celebrated World Kindness Day. So if you're listening in the future, we celebrated on Saturday, the 13th of November, 2021. And I think, you know, as busy mums, we are so good at being kind to everybody else around us, but we are often the people that we are the least kind to. And I think that comes down to just all the things. I mean, if you think about all the things that we tell ourselves and the thousands and thousands of thoughts that go through our brains on any given day, it's crazy. And when you consider that so many of those thoughts that are going through our brains are actually as a result of thinking from the day before, and we just keep carrying it through, So if you are somebody who leans more to sort of a negative way of thinking, or maybe you've got quite a lot of negative self-talk or dialogue in your life, today's episode is really going to give you the tips, tools, and tricks to get around that and to start reframing, to reframe and retell that story in your brain so that you can be in a much more positive mindset. Because we all know a positive mindset is really such a healthy habit to have because it just, it sets us up for positive thinking, for proactive thinking, for solution-orientated thinking. You know, we've all been in that mode before where, you know, we feel like everything's going wrong and we just get in the spiral. It's like, oh, and then there's that, and then that's wrong, and that's wrong. And anybody had one of those? Or is it just me? But really and truly, when we learn to catch ourselves and our negative thinking, it makes such a huge difference to our overall outlook. And People are always laughing at me because they're always like, oh, you're always so chipper and positive. Do you ever have a bad day? And I'm like, absolutely, of course I do. But I am very skilled now at being able to recognize when the negative self-talk or dialogue kicks in and I'm able to catch myself and go, nope, and reframe that into a positive. And that doesn't mean that I just sort of go around being all toxically positive. Oh, everything's fine when the world's falling apart. Absolutely not. When someone actually asks me, how are you? If, you know, something unfortunate or sad has happened, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm good. But you know what? This is going on in my life right now. Because I think it's really important if someone says, how are you? To actually give them a genuine response. I'm not just going to be like, yeah, everything's fine when my world's collapsing around me. However, it's just being really conscious of getting into that negative spiral of, oh, this is wrong and that's wrong and that's wrong because negativity attracts negativity. If you think about, you know, you're watching the news with your family and then you're like, oh, you start shouting at the TV and then someone gets negative and it all just spirals a bit, doesn't it? Whereas actually it's about being very conscious of that negativity and how that 
pervades into our everyday lives. So I'm really going to share some great tips with you today on how to overcome this. But before I do that, I just want to give a quick shout out to all of you who have left ratings and reviews for this podcast so far. I am so truly grateful for all the time that you've taken to do that because I know as busy mums, it's not easy to find the time. But if I can just ask you when you get to the end of this, just to hop on, leave a quick review, a quick rating, I would be so truly grateful. And I don't know about you, but if I don't do it when someone tells me to like quickly straight away, then I forget. And then that becomes a negative thing. Oh, why did you forget that? Oh, no. But honestly, it's fine. Just do what you can. And I really appreciate it. Right. Let's get stuck in to today's top tip. So the first thing I want to talk to you about is positive self-talk. So this is learning to change your inner dialogue. And this definitely takes a little practice. For me now, for a few years now, I've really been into self-development, personal development, whatever you'd like to call it. And so this has been something I've been really conscious of. And I've always stuck with, I love the phrase, mind your mind. Mind your mind. And it's just so true. We know how powerful the mind is. I mean, goodness, if having studied psychology myself, like it's just incredible when you see how much of a connection. And, and it's a relatively new discipline. If you think about how long medicine has been around for, but actually psychology has only been around for about 120 or so years. I might be dating myself as to when I studied psychology. Yeah. But it's a new discipline. But more and more every day, we're learning about the power of the mind and how much of an impact that has. So first, you need to identify your negative self-talk and thoughts. And you can do this by checking yourself. So things to really look for are things like blaming yourself for most things, looking at negative aspects of a situation without recognizing the positive, always expecting the worst, being quite polarized in your thoughts, you know, right and wrong, black and white, and not much middle ground or gray area. So how can you shift your mindset? So once you've recognized the negative thoughts, you are halfway there. Recognizing and acknowledging and identifying how you feel is really important. This step alone can be so empowering and halt the negative dialogue. But once you've identified the negative talk, then you can think of an alternative. Even if you don't believe it just yet, think it, rephrase it, reword it, and put a positive spin on it. So I'm going to show you how to do that in just a sec. Also, check yourself in situations which have a negative effect on you. Maybe it's in a mums and toddlers group. Maybe it's, you know, hanging out at the school gates, talking to the other moms. Maybe it's in a work environment. You know, you're standing in the kitchen talking to other colleagues. Or maybe it's where you feel a little bit insecure. This will allow you to mentally prepare for these situations so you know in advance. Like I know when I come into contact with certain people in my life, uh, be that family or friends, who are maybe people that are lean more to the glass, half empty side of things. And actually, my dear dad was one of these people, like, may he rest in peace. But he was one who tended to not always look on the positive side of things and could be a little bit of a negative Nelly. And I just really had to make sure that I didn't take that on myself and take on other people's negativity. So it's just being very conscious of that. I know we can't necessarily cut people out of our lives, but it's just being conscious of when people come into your space. And yeah, I did a really funny reel on this on Instagram recently, which had such a great feedback, which was, you cannot change the people around you, but you can change the people around you. 
the feedback from people were like, oh my goodness, this is so true. So sometimes, yes, you will be surrounded by work colleagues or family or even very good friends that you've known your whole life that potentially lean towards the negative. But it's just being conscious maybe about how much time you spend in those environments and actually mentally preparing for them. A big one for me is really surrounding myself with positive people. This has had such a knock-on effect. And certainly for me as an entrepreneur, I've really sought to surround myself in positive environments and entrepreneurial circles and making sure the people that I am spending time with are people that are solution-focused, who are not going to sit there and complain, oh, goodness, you know, business is hard, it's a global pandemic, blah, 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 all these things. Like, don't get me wrong, it's absolutely great to have maybe a couple of confidants. And I definitely have some business buddies and also my mentors and coaches who support me in my business. But I am very quick to check myself if I start to get into that blame cycle and that moany, moany cycle of like, oh, this is wrong, that's wrong. It's like, this has happened, right? What's the solution? And so I can very quickly adjust myself. And so, yeah, you will tend to find the people that I hang around with, certainly in my friendship circles and my business life are very happy, positive people. And I do believe that contributes to so much of the positivity that I have as a person, because a lot of the time people will say to me, oh, Wendy, how is it that you're so positive? Especially when, you know, I've shared on social media some quite difficult things that have happened to me over the last couple of years, you know, certainly with the the death of my father, with sharing about life events, things like my fertility struggles, that sort of thing. But I truly believe it's what you do in those situations and how you can reframe it for positive. That is really where having that shift in your mindset and positive self-talk comes into it. So one of the things that you can actually try in order to reshape and reframe that is positive affirmations and placing positive quotes even around your home. Like I have, I mean, people must laugh when they come to visit me. Like I have them on the bathroom mirror, on the kitchen fridge, anywhere where I can see them. We could have, I've got them all around my desk here as I'm I'm recording this episode. And I love that. Remember, positive self-talk doesn't have to be unbelievable. It's rephrasing your thoughts to be more positive. So you can say, you know, something like, I am enough or I'm healing or I am stronger than I feel, your mind will always believe everything you tell it. So feed it hope, feed it truth, feed it love. And a book that was just such a game changer for me when it came to this was a book by the incredible author Shad Helmstetter. And I'll link to this in the show notes for you because that's quite a mouthful. (laughs) And it's the book, What to Say When You Talk to Yourself. I found this book so central to my progress in positive self-talk because it really drilled home to me how powerful my mind is and how powerful what I say to myself is. So when I do start to sort of maybe go down the negative spiral, it's just catching myself, reframing it and moving it to a positive. And the thing is, guys, it's so difficult because our brains are actually working against us because our brains are designed to show us all the negative potential dangers and issues that we could come into contact with on a daily basis. So your brain is designed to be like, danger, don't do this. This could harm you. Danger, danger, danger. And actually, that is what manifests in terms of the negativity. So our brains are working against us all the time. And what we need to do is we need to rewire those neural pathways. And it's actually, it's not a woo-woo thing. It's actually a scientific thing called neuroplasticity. And it's the way that we 
almost if you think your brain has got all these like pathways, like consider it like a river that are flowing through your brain. And they just get so used to flowing down that same train of thought all the time. And what we're doing is actually trying to get the flow of water to go the other way, which initially can be really, really difficult to do. But actually over time, it becomes second nature and the river just starts to flow the other way. So that's how we can develop in it. And that is how now, after many, many years of practicing positive self-talk and practicing positive thinking, I am able to very quickly reframe, which is maybe why some people find me a bit strange when something really bad happens and I can recover from it a lot quicker. You know, they're expecting me to be uh, quite upset about something or to really wallow on something. And I'm like, no, actually, I'm moving forward with positivity. And that's that's not toxic positivity, by the way. Toxic positivity is when people just try to be like, oh, everything's fine when their world is collapsing around them. Like, absolutely not that at whatsoever. But I truly believe that you can always find a positive in a difficult situation. And I'm sure all of us have been through so many difficult situations, especially the extreme stress that we've all been living under for the last 18 months. Because let's be honest, we're not back to normal. Things aren't normal and things aren't going to be normal anytime soon. So we've always got this constant worry and negativity and the media and the news and all sorts of things going on. So now more than ever, we need to be kinder to ourselves. We need to be kinder to our minds and of course, to each other. So I spoke about affirmations earlier and I spoke about some of those I am statements that people practice and use to really try to reframe those and rewire those neural pathways. But I'm just going to challenge that slightly because, again, this came down to a a really helpful book that I read a few years ago, which was a game changer for me. And the book was called Affirmations. So let me just explain. And again, I'll link to this all in the show notes. You can go and check back. I don't know about you, but the whole affirmations thing, I always found like a little bit weird, okay? And I know some people absolutely love it. They absolutely live by it. They do the affirmations every day. And if this is the first time you're hearing about affirmations, like, what is that? It's a positive I am statement. So I am fit. I am happy. I am rich, you know, are some of the ones that people will say. But I don't know about you. When I used to say statements like that in the mirror, besides the fact that my husband thought I'd lost the plot, I used to think, yeah, right. Yeah, right. I felt like my brain was screaming back at me like you are. No, 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 no. The problem with affirmations is that our brains can immediately respond with the negativity like, no, you're not. Who do you think you are? Stop lying to yourself. So what does this have to do with affirmations? So our brains are trained to find solutions. And so the premise behind affirmations is to ask yourself questions designed to change your subconscious to support you in making it a reality. Because if you think about our brains at the front of it here in our forehead here, we have what's called our RAS, our reticular activating system. And this is, you know, when you think about something and then suddenly like it appears and you're like, whoa, that is just your brain being tuned into looking for that thing. It's like want to get a new car or something and suddenly you see that car everywhere you go. That's because your brain is just it's looking for those solutions. It's looking for that car. So what you want to do is ask your brain questions so that it can go to work on finding the solutions to that. So you could try some of these in your life. And just like most things, changes take time. So be gentle on yourself and give yourself permission and be kind to yourself. So affirmations you can try are things like, so say you're wanting to cultivate 
a more loving family environment. Say there's been a bit of discord going on or something. You could, instead of saying, I have a happy family, and then your brain's going, yeah, right, because you know, you're fighting with your family or something's going on. You could ask yourself the statement in the mirror, why do I have a family that loves me so much? And now your brain goes, why indeed? And it will start to show you all the things as to why. So you'll start to notice, oh, that was really sweet. How my husband emptied the dishwasher or that happened or my daughter wrote me a lovely little card. Oh, they must really love me. Your brain will start with that reticular activating system to start showing you all the things as to why your family loves you so much. Another one, why am I such a good mum? Like, let's be honest, ladies. How quick are we to be lambasting ourselves for being a bad mum? Oh, I'm so rubbish. I forgot that. I didn't take the cakes in for the bake sale or I forgot the wellies for forest school today. Whatever it is that you've got. I mean, if you've got teenagers, I'm sure there's all sorts of angst and guilt going on and slamming doors and you just think, oh my goodness. So you could ask yourself the question, why am I such a good mum? When you're standing in front of the mirror, rather than jumping to, oh my goodness, look at your muffin top. What is wrong with you? So rather than being like, I am so slim and healthy and your brain's going, yeah, all right, look at that muffin top. Like straight away, it's jumping to the negative. Ask yourself the question, why do I look so good in these clothes? And then your brain's going to go, why indeed? Well, look how great you look in that. Or, you know, it's going to show you all the solutions. Another one, why am I so healthy at the moment? Your brain's like, why indeed? It's because you had that lovely healthy breakfast or you went and had that walk today and it's going to show you all the reasons. So you're going to naturally focus on the positive solutions rather than your brain going, that's not true. Another one, why do I love my work? I know sometimes as career moms, we can have difficulties in our jobs or our businesses and we feel like, oh, you know, and we get down on ourselves. So ask yourselves, why do I love my work? It's so easy sometimes to focus on the negative, but using affirmations really gets us to reframe, activate that reticular activating system in our brain to show you all the positive, positive solutions. And it's also guys, just about remembering that we are all a work in progress, but as we become more conscious of our mental health and it becomes less of a taboo subject, like I love nowadays that people are talking about self-development, they're talking about mental health, we get to recognize in ourselves how we can support and show more kindness to ourselves. So I just want to end on this quote that I read recently, which I absolutely love. And it says, go above and beyond for yourself. You do it for your family, friends, and colleagues, but don't forget about you. It's important to include yourself. You are worthy of your own kindness too. Thanks, guys. So what kind of busy mum are you? Take my free quiz and find out which of the four profiles you might be. You'll get your results straight away and I'll even send you my top tips based on your results to support you on your journey to healthy and thriving. Go to the link in my show notes and take a couple of minutes to find out what you are. Thank you for listening to the Healthy and Thriving Career Mums podcast. For more resources to support you on your journey, visit my website, wendygriffith.co.uk. And please also come join our Facebook community, Healthy and Thriving Career Moms. This is a safe, no judgment space where we share and inspire each other. And if you got value from today's episode, I'd be so grateful if you would share this with other career moms who would benefit too, either through social media or leaving a five-star review. You can find me at Wendy Griffith Live Healthy on Instagram and Facebook. 
Until next time, God bless, stay healthy, and keep thriving.